Ever since the U.S. Diabetes Prevention Program, or DPP, multicenter trial was completed nearly two decades ago, we have known that it is possible to prevent, or at least delay, prediabetes, an insulin-resistant state from progressing into full-blown type 2 diabetes. Why? Diabetes risk was reduced by 58% in the intensive lifestyle participant group and by 31% in the metformin, an oral glucose-lowering medication, participants compared to no intervention or the placebo group. For participants who were 60 years or older, lifestyle changes worked much better than to prevent diabetes than taking metformin. As an exercise physiologist, what I've always disagreed with about the DPP trial is its greater emphasis on weight loss than on physical activity. Admittedly, intensive lifestyle consisted of a goal of losing 7% of body weight, which is only 14 pounds if you weigh 200, by following a low-calorie, low-fat, high-fiber diet and doing at least 150 minutes per week of a moderate physical activity like brisk walking. In a follow-up report, for every kilogram or 2.2 pounds of weight loss, type 2 diabetes risk was reduced by 16%. However, in the DPP, both a lower percent of calories from fat and increased physical activity predicted weight loss. Typically, it is easier for people to lose some weight than to keep it off afterwards, and that study reported that the increased physical activity was critical to maintaining a lower weight. Even among the 495 participants who failed to meet the weight loss goal of 7% loss the first year, those who exercised regularly still had a 44% lower diabetes incidence without weight loss, and only the regular exercisers kept the weight off. In my mind, that means that physical activity is likely more important. For the 10-year DPP outcome study and the 15-year follow-up, all original DPP participants were offered intensive lifestyle management training. During the first seven years, diabetes incidence rates rates decreased by 42% in those who had not been doing intensive lifestyle or taking metformin previously, which was the placebo group, and by 25% in the DPP metformin participants who had the option to keep taking metformin. By way of comparison, those in the intensive lifestyle during the DPP increased diabetes rates by 31% during follow-up. That seemed like a horrible outcome for those DPP-intensive lifestyle participants who only had to keep up their lifestyle changes. On further analysis, No combination of changes in weight, physical activity, diet, smoking, and antidepressant or statin use explain the the DPP outcome study lower rates of diabetes progression in placebo and metformin groups. But weight loss was associated with higher rates in the intensive lifestyle group. That also seems like a bad outcome. Do these participants stop exercising or become less active during the follow-up study? Statistically speaking, physical activity was not a factor that accounted for their increased diabetes rates, but in practical terms, even small changes in activity can make a big difference in blood glucose and body weight management. It's also important to note that the intensive lifestyle group still had the overall lowest rate of diabetes incidence at the 15-year mark, even though they rose closer to the other groups. Although the DPP established combined lifestyle improvements, with diet, activity, and weight loss as the best way to prevent type 2 diabetes, a more recent study attempted to determine how much exercise alone contributes, along with the optimal optimal intensity of exercise, since most DPP participants did brisk walking. 
three study groups did varying amounts of and intensities of exercise, while the fourth followed diet and exercise strategies like the DPP to lose 7% of body weight. Interestingly, a higher amount of moderate intensity exercise by itself, or the equivalent of walking about 13.8 miles weekly, was very effective at improving how well people responded to consuming a large amount of glucose via an oral glucose tolerance test, despite relatively modest 2 kilogram or 4.4 pound loss of body fat, which suggests that a higher amount of modern intensity walking may work as well as combined approaches for preventing the progression to type 2 diabetes. It should be noted, however, that only the diet and exercise group experienced a decrease in fasting blood levels in that study. So does physical activity matter? I still maintain that it is important as, if not more important than, losing weight when it comes to preventing diabetes and managing insulin resistance, even if you have type 1 diabetes, especially since most people have trouble keeping the weight off and only regular physical activity is guaranteed to help you do that. Importantly, the latest follow-up study coming from the DPP just confirmed that I and others were right all along. In that study, which was published in 2020, actually 2021, Cumulative diabetes insulins remained lower in the intensive lifestyle compared with the placebo and metformin randomized groups, and this difference could not be explained by changes in body weight. Examining the self-reported physical activity overall revealed that physical activity was inversely related to diabetes, meaning that the more active people were over time, the less likely they were to develop it, regardless of their body weight. Eureka! Losing the right type of weight matters as well, that is, mostly fat and not much muscle. So if you are dieting, make sure you include res- regular physical activity, particularly resistance training, to retain more of your insulin-sensitive muscle mass. 